This is the Nothing Less Podcast. <laughs> I am your host, the Alpha, Alexis. And you got yeah. Beta. Beta. <laughs> Hi, your other host. Dave, uh, how is your Thursday uh, afternoon already? Thursday afternoon. Afternoon, yeah. How are we we're, doing? We're complimenting. Uh, we were like, um, we we're thinking about doing this in the morning. Oh, we were about to do it right in the morning. Yeah, just pushed it off all the way to to the afternoon. But I don't, I don't know. It's been it's been all right. I uh barely woke up. Like that's why my eyes are so crusty. I mean, eyes be crusty as hell. You've been a dude. You have you probably never slept, dude. What are you talking about? I slept at twelve thirty. <laughs> Ready to get the bread. Feel so proud. Yeah, no, I'm bad. I, 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 um, I had to, uh, after the, the, the podcast with Kike and Angel, shout out Now and Never podcast, uh, me and Dave were there, um, we put up a good episode, it was super, it was super dope, me, I got drunk, um, <laughs> I got drunk on, on, on the, on the Zoom call, Dave, I don't know how you were, but. Uh, I was, uh, I was like a little tipsy though. I was, I was pouring that 1800 like it was water <laughs> dude i oh and then i i uh i went back into where i, I called tony romo uh, a hall of famer <laughs> i was like oh my god bro, I sound like <laughs> one of them dudes i was like fuck but, i mean it's out there already i can't go back on it so, yeah I, remember I mean i could go back on it and say like he's probably not gonna make the hall of fame but <laughs> like <laughs> the hall of fame <laughs> <laughs> yeah i could admit that now but like when i i listened back to it you're confident um yeah, I was confident as hell, right? <laughs> I sounded like that guy. I know, and then you pulled out the stats, like, like if you were crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like if he was like, oh, like if he was fucking, uh, I was about to pull out his all-time QBR and shit, but it's it wasn't that hot. Like, <laughs> that's why I never said it, bro. I was like, damn. Um, yeah, uh, well, I got I got drunk as hell, and then like I was talking to my babe, Teezy, and she was like, are you drunk, right? And I was like, no, right? obviously not and uh but my, my eyes were super fucking low i don't know if they're red yeah. but i was i was drunk and shit and uh it took me a minute because it took me like an hour and a half and they kind of the, the drunk went away and i got a headache i was dying and then uh we picked up food and then i passed out woke up the next day which was yesterday obviously and uh i needed a rest day and i was i was i was done and yeah, I wanted to record yesterday so we could have it, an episode out uh, today, but I mean, it is what it is. We talked about a little bit of a week, uh, was it week 12? Is it week 12, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Week 12 in that podcast, so we're not going to talk about it here. Uh, we're going to talk about week 13 and what, it, what it's going to present us with, what future matchups for the playoffs there can be, also the future match or the matchups we're going to have this weekend. Uh, we'll start off the Thursday one with obviously the Rams and the the Patriots uh, Super Bowl matchup from 2018. It was a pretty boring Super Bowl as everyone remembers. 13 to 10 yep. I think was the score. Um, nothing really highlight uh, filled like nothing with highlights for that type of Super Bowl. Uh, but Dave, I mean, can you run down a little bit of the the games we have for this week? Yeah. Oh, uh, what do you want me to start off with? I just well, I mean, you I already basically did the Thursday night, but we have the Texans versus the Bears, and you guys seen if you guys have seen the Now or Never, I think we kind of, uh, we kind of talked about that. 
Um, and how we feel about that matchup? I think I think Texans take it though. They're, I mean, even right now they're uh, they're under one point uh, one uh, ah under one. That's it. <laughs> like their oh. betting line. Well, I meant more or less like the the feature. What do you mean? Key games. The key games like. Let's oh, okay, first, okay. Let's bet you on first, and then we'll break them down. And uh, you know, key game: Cowboys versus uh, Bengals. <laughs> Going to be an absolute banger. <laughs> nah, it's a. Uh, you know how I feel. You, wait, I, I know this is not a key game, but uh, how how do you feel? How do you feel about that game? I mean, Dallas should run away with the game, but yeah, uh, as Dallas has shown, they can't do anything, even with the high-powered offense that they have. Yeah. Well, maybe well, I mean, quarterback, it's... but it's just a we- weaponry, you know. Yeah. Uh, what about I you? I don't know. A little quick, uh, quick uh, breakdown of that game. What do you think is gonna happen? I think, uh, I think the Bengals' defense holds up for the good first first half. And then second half, that's when they start to kind of give in to the run game. I think they're gonna they're gonna utilize the run game more often than they do in in other games. So I think they're yeah they're gonna utilize this run game against the Bengals and then the Cowboys are. And then uh, what is it? Damn, you see that big ass fly that just flew by my face, Mothra? <laughs> dude. That was fucking huge, but. But now you pause, but now nah, I think the Cowboys run away with this game. Okay. I, uh, but by like three TDs towards the second half. First half is going to be close, and then second half, they're going to run away with it. Okay. Anyways, uh, we'll go uh, key games, Cardinals and Giants. I think that's a that's very, a big game. It's a very big game, but more for yeah. the Cardinals uh, in ways of just playoff, playoff spot. You, they're out of the playoffs right now. I mean, it's not, it's not saying that the Giants is not a big game for them because obviously it's a dogfight between them and Washington uh, for the number one in the division, NFC East. But, I mean, the Cardinals are in a skid, and uh, Mike Florio from NBC made it perfect sense. It's like it's like they, they took the trophy after winning the, the game against the Bills with the Hail Mary. You know, after that, they've lost every game. <laughs> so, uh, it's big <laughs> because it, it's true. I mean... They're in third place in the NFC West, and there's a chance they might not make the playoffs the way that the Vikings are playing. They've been playing consistent ball, and who's the third, who's the sixth team? Is it the Bucks? Yeah, it's six the seed is the Bucks. Yeah. So and, yeah, I was about to I was about to mention Vikings and Bucks. Uh, right, well, they'll be playing during the same time, but that's that that's a big game, like you said. The Vikings want to stay in that seventh seed. And the Bucks want to stay in stay in that six seed. Uh, what are they? They're behind. Oh damn, they're behind by a lot. Never mind. I was about to say like, oh, like they have a chance at the at um at uh the Saints, but, <laughs> but the nah. Saints are ten and two. Far, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They're behind by a lot. So, but and and even then, if I think if, even if they'd win out, and the Saints would would lose the rest of the games, mm-hmm. uh, the Saints still get tiebreakers since they want to the both games. Yeah. Uh, but you got two little teams right there that uh, Matt, uh, are very big in this week for the wild card positioning. You know, chances are I don't know if Arizona is gonna win the division. I think there's still maybe a small chance there. I'm not sure. I need to look into the tiebreakers for that. But I mean, 
the thing is, I mean, we both really like Arizona, but it is kind of true. I mean, they kind of they they kind of got on their high horse and they rode, and now they've rolled to or I don't know is rolled right right word ridden. I guess ridden would be the right word. I don't know. They've gone so far to the fucking the the dark side of things <laughs> because losing all those games, they could have really been you know the number one seed, maybe the number two seed in the NFC if they would have kept playing consistent ball but Kyler Murray looks a little banged up um and just the offense doesn't look so hot the defense has always been a question has been a, a question all season um sometimes they look good sometimes they look bad uh, but it, they've never looked great um so yeah that's a big game for the Cardinals more than the Giants uh but what do you think about the Vikings and the the Bucks as far as um just the matchup I guess really Matchup, I uh, I don't know. Did you did I freeze for you? Yeah, like yeah, you did. I did. Uh, we'll just ignore that. But I think um, the the matchup is kind of interesting if you think about it. Um, Vikings, we said uh, earlier in the season they were their defense was performing lackluster. You know, more of a I don't know. Um, but I mean, they kind of they've kind of found their stride. Through the season, what made them uh, their the seventh seed? But I think I still think the Bucks take it. I don't know. I I um I feel Tom Brady could do only so much to make that offense work, but I think it's just enough to edge out the Vikings. But I I do say it's close though. Okay, I think I think when you look at Tampa, uh, it's. Drunk Lex was trying to make a point, and I was hearing myself, and I sounded terrible. So <laughs> let me reiterate. Okay, so when we made kind of like the preseason to even like the week one um, projections, I mentioned the Bears and the Bucks would be one of the, those teams that just don't make it happen. Uh, the Bucks will, since we're talking about the Bucks, it's it's just you know they're big name heavy and. Sometimes, I mean, you, you need to understand a lot of people put a lot of emphasis on that draft pick, the first round draft pick uh, for the old line. I mean, one one player does not make that old line better than it was, you know, yeah. and, and Tom Brady isn't athletic enough to, you know, work the old line to make it at least decent enough. Kind of like maybe like a Deshaun Watson, you know, how Deshaun Watson right now yeah. been playing pretty solid. It's just the Texans suck. Um, it's kind of like that. And I mean, the Bucks. I mean, we've been mentioning it for like the past month and a half. You know, Chris Godwin and Mark and Mike Evans aren't healthy. Um, everyone expected Antonio Brown to just jump in, get five receptions, one hundred and fifty per game. You know, type of stuff like that. Um, Gronk. But, yeah, well. it's not gonna happen. Not like that. Yeah, and the yeah. Defense, I mean, it's been mentioned. We've been mentioning it. The cornerbacks, the secondary, they have a lot of potential because they're young cats that play good sometimes. But then when they get burnt, they get burnt bad, and and that and it had in the last weekend. I mean, last month and a half has been put in uh put on in display by the opponent. Uh, the opponent, they they've been getting murdered like with big game, big deep balls and all that stuff. Um, but you know what? I'm picking I'm picking the Vikings not because obviously the Bucks are in the NFC South, but I just think the Vikings uh just. They make it happen. Justin Jefferson's been playing out of his mind since uh, Adam Thielen was out with COVID. 
And Dalvin Cook is Dalvin Cook. Kirk Cousins doesn't need to do much in that type of offense. Uh, maybe I think the next factor in this game would be Kyle Rudolph. I feel uh, I feel Kyle Rudolph could do a lot against the, the those linebackers, even though they're fast and all that. But I think Kyle Rudolph will will finally play good enough to what his contract says he is. Anyways, uh, speaking of getting burnt, um, last week we saw the the raver the ravers <laughs> the, the Raiders. The Ra- why am I just I can't talk right now. The Raiders um, edge out a win against the Jets on um on the last play. A much so, needed win. A much needed win, and now you think, uh, and now that they face the Colts, uh, this Sunday, do you think? They they ride high on on that last play, that last play victory, or they ride low because they were so close with with the the last team in the NFL. Mm. Going into the game versus the Colts. Yeah, that's a tough. The six seeded, are they six? Who the Colts? Yeah, six or fifth. They they should be. Yeah, because uh, the Titans are leading the division. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the riding in high, you know. You know why? Because look, John Gruden, he's gonna make the he's gonna make the proper adjustments. You know, he, the game shouldn't have been left to a hell mary to win the game. And honestly, yes, they got lucky with uh, just, you know an all out blitz. Again, we mentioned that in the now or never podcast. But the thing is, I mean, they 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 had like the first six to seven weeks were playing like conservative to just smart football. And these last few weeks have just, it's been reckless abandoned from everything. You know, the defense has been playing just like, if you know, they miss a tackle and it's like a 40 yard run or a 40 yard catch and catch and go, you know, type of stuff. And I think John Gruden understands that this is a big game for them to even make the playoffs. Cause if you would have asked me maybe two weeks ago, I think, I think this team would have been maybe like. Who is? Are they? Is there a chance? No, they wouldn't have. Won. Yeah, they would have been a six seed for sure. For sure, you know, to me. Mm-hmm. But right now it's up in the air because them Colts, for them losing uh, the Titans game last week, I feel like they're embarrassed as well, and they they like to play bully ball, you know, with Jonathan Taylor and and their defense is nice. So. Uh, for the Raiders, I think they're gonna ride high. Uh, I think this game is gonna be really good. I'm gonna be honest. I think it's gonna be really good. Philip Rivers has been playing pretty good the last few weeks. Uh, I think the Raiders edge out a win, even though I really like the Colts. So you think the the Raiders run away with it? Run away with it? How? Um, just by edging out the win. Well, edge. Well, maybe it'll be like a a big. Because uh, I think it's gonna be a close game. I think so too. I think it'll be like a, a field goal, a one possession for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if it's a two possession, maybe like ten points. Um, you know, they get a big stop. But I think it's really on the offense to put yeah. up points. You know, uh, I know their defense against the the Jets they gave up a lot of points. But I I just think uh, against this Colts uh defense, if they could if they could score willingly and just at you know free will i should say that's the better word free will um it'll cause issues with the colts offense because you know philip rivers can't roll like that he can't be going out every every drive and scoring I, I just don't think he has enough weapons for that and also i don't think his arm can handle that much action 
if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Um, I think the the because uh, um, I mean we I kind of don't want to take one bad performance into consideration to like to cloud my whole mind with one with with that judgment, but. Uh, like we said, it's a close game, but well, I, I'll ask you a better question. Do you mm, think what? if you would, who, what, at this state of these teams, if you met them in the playoffs, who's going to give you the most uh, fits? What do you mean? What do like, you mean by fits? Cause you more problems uh, at this moment. I think the Colts. Cause more cause more problems for me at least because their their run game is starting to look a little better. Um, they um, you know they're really getting behind Naheem Hines um, to kind of balance out Philip Rivers because in the beginning they they weren't looking so hot because uh, um, Philip Rivers had was like throwing 50, 50 attempts per game. And then now, and and what we mentioned before, you know, they they kind of need to mix in Marlon Mack when he was there and Naheem Hines, and 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 now you know you're starting to see Naheem Hines really take that uh, take that role as a starter with um with uh, Marlon Mack out. Jonathan yeah, Taylor. Well, Jonathan yeah. Taylor as well. Well, yeah, I was about to get to that, but yeah, um, you you really get you get to see him, you know, take take in that role. And kind of use him a, a little bit more, you know. Take some, uh, take some weight off of Philip Rivers' back, you know. Now he's throwing what, like thirty attempts instead of his like fifty from before. So I mean, I would have to say Colts just because I think that team is just a little bit more, you know, just a little bit more complete than the Raiders are. Um, but I mean, I still, I if you were to tell me the Raiders are gonna win, I I wouldn't, you know, really say. Nah, uh, I I could really see that happening. So, but if I were to bet money, I think I would go Colts. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna be one of the better games of the of Sunday for sure. Mm-hmm. Is that a twelve o'clock? Uh, let me check. No, it's a three. Ooh, on CBS. Yes, sir. You know my man's Tony. Big Tony? T. Yeah, Tony. CBS? No, no, no. Is it going to be Tony on the call? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's the only uh, CBS on... It's the only CBS uh, game at, at three. Well, no, there's another one. Um, uh, What is it? Jets and Seahawks, but it's, Tony is not going to be calling the Jets. Is, is, is there any good 12 o'clock game for CBS? Wait, what? Is there a good 12 o'clock game for CBS? Uh, let me check. Mm, I mean, nah, Chief, I mean, well, maybe Chiefs Dolphins. I think I think he'll call that one. You think so? Why? You'll have Iron Eagle and Charles Johnson or Charles Davis uh, do uh, uh, the three o'clock. Dude, I'm so sick of Charles Davis, bro. And maybe it's because like I hear his voice in Madden. So like I kind of get sick of it. So I don't know. <laughs> I, like I, I just Davis. Don't... I like Iron Eagle too. I like both of. Yeah. 
No, but I don't know. I just it's like it's like one of those ghost beefs. Like I don't know why I hate him. I just like <laughs> I just do. But now nah, he's he's a good play caller. But I don't know why I just have that. Have you sent them anything to Twitter? Like fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a little sneak diss and that nobody agrees with, and they're just like, "What the fuck?" Just, <laughs> just, just take it off like two minutes later. <laughs> yeah, I just post the delete. Like, nah, fuck. Yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> just to get it out there, bro. Get it out my chest. <laughs> um, but um, what do you think, Dolphins? Uh, Dolphins Chiefs. Now that we're in that subject, that transition, like that shit. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> uh well no yeah I, I'll, I'll ask you the question um what uh what prevails here the dolphins uh defense or the andy reed play calling uh i i think um i think the chiefs offense prevail but the the dolphins defense uh does put up a good fight first quarter and then i really don't see them Kind of keeping up with that with the Chiefs the whole game though. Hmm. So I I think um I don't know they have a good uh a good secondary but not good enough to keep up with the Chiefs. Disrespecting Xavier Howard, Byron Jones. <laughs> hey, dude, fuck Byron Jones. <laughs> That's another one of those nah. that he doesn't know about. Yeah, yeah, he's like, what? Like, why the fuck? Nah, um, who the fuck? Why, why the fuck is he like bashing me on Twitter? And then, like, he's looking at the post, and then boom, he's no longer available. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay, I don't know anything bad about you, man? <laughs> I didn't, what are you talking about? You want nah, to um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, jo- uh, I, I think, um. Byron Jones, I think he's uh, uh, regressed these these past years, though. I don't know. Maybe it's kind of like a me thing. It is because he left Dallas. Because he left Dallas. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think uh, um, I, don't, I don't think they could really match up with that, with that receiving core. I don't think it's... I mean, it's a tough task for any team. But... But yeah, I don't think they really. I feel you. No. Uh, they really match up. Got a, I got a upset alert. I think the, huh? the I think the Dolphins win this game. Dolphins upset the Chiefs. I do, I do. You know why? I just think, I think Brian Flores knows this. This he could get a better playoff spot. I think if I'm not mistaken, man, we're the East, so the. He knows he can maybe get like that division. He, so he's gonna put these guys to to work, and I and I think the Chiefs know that they don't. You know, they're in the driver's seat. So, mm-hmm. and I think I think they're gonna let Tua a little bit loose, man. I think they, I think Tua's gonna play some good ball. I think that defense is gonna it's gonna it's gonna disrupt, or I should specifically say that D line is gonna disrupt that. Chiefs O-line that has had some injuries around that and some players that did opt out. And I think their pass rush is going to do not maybe not wonders, but they'll do a good enough job to keep Patrick Mahomes uncomfortable. I can't tell you the score, but I do think they win maybe by a field goal. It mm. might not even be a shootout. It might it might be honestly maybe under 30 points per team. 
under 30 points, over 20, I guess. So I give you 24-27. Mm, an actual score? Yeah, I didn't think about it. I was like, man, you know. <laughs> well, put that um, down. So if they if they win with uh, – do the Bills play this week? They should be. There's no more bye weeks. Hmm. So, because they're behind one game, and uh, will the Bills still have the tiebreaker up until week uh, 15? There you go. So, it's a must win game for the Dolphins. You don't want to play in the, you don't want to go on the road all, all, all playoff long. At least try to cop a, 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 a home game. Excuse me. No, oh, I'm sorry, week 17. Um, yeah, I think um, I I think they you know they want to uh, at least tie up the records. They they won't have the tiebreaker up until week seventeen, but they you know they want to tie up the for sure. They want to go in at what the third seed, I believe. That would that would be if they win that division. Yeah, I mean, so, I feel like the one and two seeds should be locked up. Uh, it all depends on Pittsburgh, obviously. But if Pittsburgh falls, I think it's not without a doubt, but I think Kansas City is going to be the number one. The The one that's mm-hmm. flying under the radar would be Cleveland. You know, it depends on how Cleveland plays throughout the last four four uh, weeks. But, um, yeah, because they've only lost three games. If Kansas City drops a game here and there, I mean, maybe. And then it goes, I think, to points or maybe even division. Yeah. I think, something like that. So maybe that's one to, to, to keep an eye on, guys. I mean, uh, Cleveland and Buffalo, both teams, I think, only have three losses, if I'm not mistaken, Dave. Yeah. Okay, so those teams have three losses. Uh, Kansas City has a pretty d- tough schedule these next few games. Um, not to obviously toot the Saints horn, but they're playing the Saints defense coming in in a couple of weeks, if not next week. Um and you're talking about Miami. Miami is a tough out for most people. So you got Miami and, and, and New Orleans. They, if they drop those two games, now the AFC gets a little more interesting. Now, realistically speaking, them Chiefs are nothing to play with. And we mentioned that in the, in the other podcast that this, this Chief team is crazy. They're just nuts. You know, their defense is playing pretty solid, like, for what they can do. But that offense is just downright unstoppable. But – I have a question for you. Do you think, like, a lot of people have mentioned it. They could flip a switch if they want offensively. Because you know how yes. sometimes they sleepwalk throughout the game because they think it's boring. Um, do you honestly think they could flip a switch? Like, yeah, it sounds weird, but, yeah. I believe, uh, I, I think it was one of those games that I, that, um, I praised them so much that, because it almost felt like they could score at will, you know, flipping a switch. And, and I just um, – and, yeah, I, I believe they could, they could do that against any team. So, but um, now looking back at it, I think the Dolphins, yeah, can't give them trouble. But, like I said, I think they, you know, they could almost score at will, you know. And we kind of saw it in the – not to go back to last year, but in the Super Bowl, you know. They, they were kind of having a, a – a tough time with that defense and you know they flipped the switch well i mean even uh well i mean you could go back to like the the 49ers choking it their offense at, at least but i think 
Wait, uh, I think times uh, against the Bucks. Or what? In more recent times, the Bucks, the Bucks against the yeah. they literally could have dropped fifty by the first half. It it felt like, <laughs> yeah, uh, and they didn't, um, because maybe they took the took the foot off the gas. I I wouldn't know for that part. Um, I do think eighty five percent of the time they can flip a switch, but what I think I don't know if it's cockiness. I can't tell you that. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm trying to think about it, but. It's it's I know they play around a lot, and I feel like when they play against these teams like the the Dolphins that are a little more sure and like you know secured in the defensive side of things, I feel like that's gonna cause them a lot of issues in the playoffs. Because I what I think I think the the road teams in the playoffs are gonna have high success. They're gonna because it doesn't matter in most of these places because. 20% capacity of fans, you know, so so you get a light, yeah, you know, but you're not going to get Arrowhead at, at what it were last year. You're not going to go to New Orleans and you're not going to catch 100,000 people saying, you know, you know, like that. You're not going to get yeah. that. So these road teams are going to play kind of equal level ball and, and the climate's not going to help for either. So I don't know. That's why I kind of feel with this Dolphins team and this game has a Pretty solid chance. Is it in Miami or is it in uh, Kansas City? I believe it's in. Check. It is in. It's in Miami. I in Miami, yeah. Yeah. Miami. So put it down. Upset alert. Saint Saints. Miami. <laughs> Twenty-seven twenty-four. You and... still say? Huh? Uh, you still say upset alert for Saints, even though like they're the. The top team in the NFC. <laughs> hey, man, they have a backup. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, what what other games do we have on the on the card? Uh, as in for big games, uh, we'll brush off this one because this one's kind of just a big game just for one team. The Washington football team versus the 49ers. I mean, the oh, nah, nah, yeah, the 49ers are out. Well, but the, they, they're five and seven. Like they can make it, uh, statistically, but realistically, no. I don't, I don't see them. Do you want me to tell you their their last few games? Yeah. Sure. So they played. They played Buffalo. Got shellacked, right? The 49ers. and they yeah. play Washington again. They play Dallas, Arizona, Seattle. So now these last four games could give them a. What are they? Six and six. Five no, seven. they're five and seven. Yeah. So they could go in a nine and seven record, which shouldn't get you in the playoffs in any other year other than twenty eleven with the, the Seahawks. But um, you know, with the seven seed, you you should have a chance. I don't know. I mean, it all depends because you look at maybe, for example, it Minnesota. It really depends on Minnesota how because but Minnesota has a oh, Give me a second. My phone is ringing. Sorry for that uh thing. I had a call, but we're back. We're back. Okay, so what were we talking about? We were talking about uh the chances. Yeah, right. So yeah, chances all, for the 49ers. The last seed it goes on the Vikings or the the 49ers more for the Vikings. You know that they're looking better. Um, but yeah, I mean it's still a big game because Washington needs this game to stay uh, close to the the Giants. Yeah, I think I think that's like um 
The NFC East, it's so even the Cowboys could come back and win it because they're down by one chill, game, chill. no, down by two. My bad. Uh, as of as of uh, last Tuesday, <clears throat> so <laughs> just got shellacked like the way you, the way you described it. But I think, <laughs> I think um, no need for that pity laugh. Uh, no, I, I, I am laughing. That, yeah, that game was fucking terrible. <laughs> But um yeah, I, I think the I think the Washington football team are just a better match for the 49ers. Uh especially with that with that pass rush and Jimmy G being uh, Jimmy G. Is he no it's Nick Mullins, I'm sorry. Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins uh being being Nick Mullins. I, I think Washington edges them out. Even uh, I, and then even after after Washington wins this game. I think the 49ers, they lose to the Seahawks either way to get out of the playoffs officially. Yeah. So I just, just got to say, you know, me and you have been pretty solid on these predictions on these teams. You know? Yeah. Like, Dude, I'm so angry that one week where I got I got the Bills and the Rams wrong by one point. I got it right. The prediction was right. But the win and everything, but the score, I was off by one point. Yeah, same here. I was so pressed. But I feel like we've been predicting these teams like pretty good. Yeah. Um, so if y'all haven't been listening and this is your first episode, look, just give it a little recap around those other episodes. Give it a yeah. little listen and you, you'll understand what the fuck. I just randomly, random, right? I, me and uh, Heather finished watching the Selena series. Uh, oh, <laughs> what do you think about that? Was- There's a lot of like mixed. Mixed uh, yeah. emotions about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if you give me, a, if I would rate it six out of 10, the mm. honestly, the way they captured it is beautiful, but like it looks great to the eye. But mm-hmm. I was reading a, a review about it and it made t- total, like, total sense because I was kind of thinking the same, but I just couldn't put it into words. They What they did is kind of like, because the executive producer is the sister, Suzette. She executive mm-hmm. the whole show. And if you think about it, throughout the whole show or the whole part, um, it pretty much revolves everyone more than it is Selena. Selena, yeah. Yeah, they talk about AB. They talk about the dad more. They talk about uh, Suzette, you know, which is fine. Like, a lot of shows lack that kind of uh, character build. But the thing is, it's like um, Selena, I feel like her story wasn't as crazy as, you know, anything. It's more of how she passed that kind of that part gets. Yeah. But the storyline, I mean, that's kind of like you're made it from the bottom and I'm now I'm here type of thing. It's literally the same shit to like, you know, wash, rinse and repeat, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's they're just trying to add and they're just stretching it out. They're just. Because it could have ended in these nine episodes, but the fact that they wanted to just keep adding about her wardrobe, which is a big thing, but come on. And, um, yeah, little things. Uh, adding the whole AB couple, like the family thing was cool, but then they added, like, Suzette with her thing, but that kind of doesn't seem like it's going to lead to anything. I don't know. The yeah. Story, but that's kind of what it seems like. I mean, the big, the big romantic part was the whole Mikey and Selena. That's the one that everyone gave a fuck about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Six out of ten, yeah. Six out of ten. I think uh, she sucks. Yeah, that character sucks. Oh, in what way? Uh, well, obviously she doesn't look like her. 
obviously. Uh, and it's true. They kind of made her look like J-Lo. Um, you know, it's not mm-hmm. Selena. It's J-Lo. And I yeah. think her acting, acting is okay. I mean, it's not the best. Uh, so Yeah, I think I think there's like, it's a little cringy at times. I uh, like the wigs and everything, like all the, for like the whole set. Um, like what's the, what's the name of her love interest? Uh, oh, what's his name? Luis <laughs> I said the fuck. <laughs> That's what they said. Come on. <laughs> well, Mikey. Nah. Um, is it Mikey? No, it's not. Yeah, it's Mikey. Isn't it? No, it's not. I don't think so. Hold on, I'm going to search that up right now. Mikey. But even him, like, his uh, his his wig is just, like, weird, bro. Like, like look at it, bro. Like, it's 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 weird. Like but, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> like, the acting isn't, isn't, there yet i don't know but i i don't know man i I have a feeling like the dad the quinteneas like they're like they're trying to paint out like this perfect picture that the family was i mean they weren't perfect obviously because you see like the dad has like a stranglehold over everybody's lives and stuff but i i don't know they're trying to paint like this perfect picture and i just i don't know i don't think it's like that because you you think uh that her oh Chris that's his fucking name I thought it was Mike um, <laughs> he seems like Chris, he had um he had came out with a book right about uh, have you heard about this or no I don't know so, I need this, some guys oh, so other, uh, what, other other than what the movie was about the movie was mm, great yeah the movie's pretty good but um so her husband or soon or um uh late no he hasn't passed away. But um, but yeah, them. Um, Chris, uh, Chris had had uh had published his shit. own book. Huh? <laughs> he I know, bro. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but Chris, he had uh released his own. <laughs> he had released his own book, right? Okay. And and the Quintanillas, the dad especially, he has uh full rights to Selena's name. So if you want to use her name, her likeness, like. Everything goes to him. Yeah. Or goes through him. So so he had released a book, right? About their love, their love story and how how it worked out. But but yeah, and he had completely copyrighted it. He just said, No, you can't release this, whatever. But for those that did read it, and I think it's out there in the internet, you could still like find it and and read through it. But um, but yeah, and it's I don't know, I just think there's something off, bro. And then the parents also uh selena had a when she got shot she she had a chance to survive through blood the through blood uh fusions i think is that the right word i think i know what you're talking about yeah yeah through blood transfusions and and the and the parents didn't allow it because it was against her religion so she passed away well i mean you know about that religion gets like that technical shit i mean it's you know i don't know uh I, I don't I, like, like I don't know I don't know watch. how this fucking work, but the fact is oh no you go first and I'll I'll get into mine. What if the series doesn't show them like no like it's against our religion like pull the plug whatever the fuck I'll have so much respect for the show, but I highly doubt they're gonna do that. I agree. Um, I was just gonna say I mean the lack of fighting, kind of fucking it, it irritates me because 
with that so much, there's so much stress, you know, the f- AV is dying, just making these damn songs, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or composing the beat or whatever you want to say, right? Whatever the right word for that is. He's like, uh, his girl's like, says like the little thing, he, he'll slap, snap like a little bit and then come back. Hey, my bad, right? With the girls, it's the same shit. Like, with Suzette talking to Selena, it just f- seems like such a, like, happy-go-lucky friends. Like, they're the bestest of sisters and all that. And I'm not saying they can't be, but the, come on. You're on the road, like, 365 days, like, all year. Like, yeah. You're so, me- you're going to fuck. And then, like, they're in a little van, too, or a little RV, and everybody's sleeping next to each other. And how, how do they even shower? I don't think they have, like, a shower thing they probably need to go like to a certain city and then fuck yeah dude like (laughs) like bro like um they're like probably not the the girls but i'm pretty sure the dudes have like terrible hygiene like swamp yeah they got like i don't know but (laughs) i yeah i would have been frustrated like you know yeah And, and plus like and they don't have any ac so and no heater so wherever they go, that's the temperature and that they're gonna feel. Like I, I think you would get really frustrated and you know, they would fight over like little shit, you know? Yeah. So know. yeah, six out yeah, of ten I do for see me. From. What do you think? Uh I would go five. Oh, even worse. I like it. Yeah. I could I, I roll with that. Um, but I mean I do think I, I like what they're doing, where like they're showing everybody's uh story and shit like that, but I don't like the fact, like you said, I think they're leaving a lot of stuff out. So I don't know. It's kind of like, like they're feeding me a vanilla Selena. I don't know. It's weird. That's what but I'm okay is. with the, uh, I'm okay with like the actress and shit like that. I mean, she like, I, I just think it's the direction of the whole show, you know? Yeah. And how they're like feeding it to the audience. It's just, it's stretched out bullshit. That's all it is. I mean, it's vanilla. Like you said, it's cookie cutter yeah. shit, you know? But it's stretched yeah. out to the point where it's annoying. <laughs> so, mm-hmm, you know, exactly. Yeah. To the good parts, okay. Now you're interested, but then it's like, nah. You know, yeah. Sucks. Um, what's another good show, Dave? I mean, I know we all went on a tangent here, but you know, I think we went over most of the good games. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to just you know we'll we'll just uh, scratch through it. Uh, Steelers and Bills, quick, just quick. Oh, Steelers and Bills. Game. I didn't even mention that one. Uh, yeah, that's why. That's why I was like, I was gonna mention it. Bills. The Bills are pretty good. <laughs> Bills are good. They win. <laughs> all you got? Yeah, no, no. I, not, uh, it's not as simple as that. But I mentioned it in a in a fantasy chat. The Steelers are a, a great team overall, but you know when you look at that offense, you you it's kind of like how it's to me it resembles to the Colts. You look at them, they have, a, they have an older quarterback that can't move and throw as good as he used to, and their wide receivers aren't just not non-existent in, in some cases. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's pretty much that. The Bills have been playing pretty good consistent ball since they got uh, tormented by the, the Chiefs and the Titans. We'll go quality over quantity there. Uh, um, okay, so pretty much scratch through that one. And then we get Monday, Monday night, Ravens versus Browns. I believe the Browns uh, run the, the air out of their football. They run it down Ravens' throat. But I think 
And it's weird because a lot of people are picking the Ravens, but I just don't think they have enough to beat the Browns um, with that run game. But if they stop their run game, they have a good chance. But I don't think it's possible. What annoys me about mainstream media is the fact that the fucking Ravens beat a bad Cowboys. Exactly. <laughs> and now they're dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Just ignore, ignore what what happened before right <laughs> so with that being said i think the browns are gonna smack them but yeah in a divisional way does that make sense like this score might be close oh okay but, yeah but it's, it's gonna it's gonna be a, a like an onslaught as far as the run game's concerned and i think baker mayfield he's a good game manager like you said uh the last time you know you mentioned mm-hmm. that and i think he's a good he'll Alex Smith it because I think Alex Smith is the epitome of game manager. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's, and just, he's a general. Just, yeah, just do what he needs to do, and just give the ball to Nick, Nick uh, is it Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt, and just let them run. And when he needs to give it to Drivers Landry or Peoples Jones or uh, damn, I'm drawing the what's the Clemson? I'm I'm drawing blank again against his uh, what's the wide receiver? The Clemson receiver. Um, I'm drawing blanks too. Doesn't matter. The three receivers, <laughs> David and Joku, Austin Hooper, he has the weapons. He knows he has them, and he'll only use them when he needs to, or at least that's exactly. how Stefanski has them. Um, yeah. So And it's a it's a good recipe. I mean, it works for him. Um, like we were saying before, um, uh, with, with Baker Mayfield, you know, he's not that dude. But he's a he's a game manager. He's uh, um, he's he's a game manager, and he just he, he could throw it when he when he needs to. That's it. You know, you, uh, he's not gonna go over thirty attempts. Maybe sometimes he might not even go over twenty five. But uh, when when you have two starting running backs, like why do you need to? You know, like uh, you said it before, um, Graham Hunt. He's He's the best uh, backup running back right now. And he's not even a backup. They use him like a starter. You know, they, they keep fresh legs out there. And there's um, – I, I just don't see the Ravens stopping them at all. Yeah. And I think – And it's more uh, like how you said – sorry to cut you off, but it's more right. like how you said um, a mental it, – it's kind of going to be a mental beating for for the Ravens. So this This year, to me, the Ravens are done. Yeah, it might not seem like that, but I feel like yeah. that's what it is for the seven and five. But yeah, I could totally see where you're coming from, though. And the Browns, to me, maybe this year won't be it won't be um, what you may call it one of those miracle runs to the Super Bowl. Maybe not, but I think next year you sh- we should really keep an eye on them because I think next year they'll expand that offense. You know, maybe Baker's gonna get a little more out of the game manager bag and maybe become a little more um exciting trick you know so uh that's i mean browns should dominate um just throw out a quick game just because uh they're still in the game in the playoffs uh hunt quote unquote eagle saints saints are gonna destroy uh jalen hurts in his first uh, career start. um i mentioned the eagles they are still uh in the nfc east uh race since uh dave wants to mention the the boys i feel like we gotta mention the eagles in that uh yeah but I think I think the 
the Saints are going to play good. Taysom Hill is going to play pretty decent. And the interesting game is going to be next week when they play the – no, is it next week? In two weeks, I think. Yeah, week 15 is when they play the Chiefs and the Saints mm-hmm. do. And that's the chance that the, the Drew Brees might come back. Nice. So the conversation becomes like, who do you play? Yeah. Uh, I still think you play Drew Brees, even though he hasn't been playing up to par. I think you they give him one game to kind of, you know, get stuff situated. And if he doesn't come through, then I think I, I still, even though if he doesn't do well, I think they still um, play him throughout the whole season. It's, it's so, Drew Brees. You can't, you know? Yeah. So, so even that. though if Taysom Hill balls out, you know, still. I was still shocked. I, I remember when they when it was news when they put Taysom Hill over famous Jameis. And I sent it to you, right? I, I was like, what the fuck? Like I was I, I thought oh. that's why you got famous Jameis, but I mean it is what it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, well, um well, oh, I forgot to mention um Ravens. I think mm, even though they lose to the Browns, I still think they can make playoffs do to uh due to a a lack of toughness in their schedule as a is that a good way to put it yeah i mean the strength because, schedule is is whack yeah they're the, they yeah. the easiest schedule in the league don't let ronnie yeah. Harrison hear hear you say that but <laughs> yeah according to the the power index but um i mean well yeah i i still see just because of their strength and schedule i mean you get after the browns you get the jags giants and Bengals. so but i mean it's it's up there you know it's it something it's something it is what it is um but, non-related uh to the nfl i just want to throw out a little key stuff um the nba uh released their schedule for the opening games, uh, I don't know if you okay. saw Dave. I don't know if you did. If not, uh, Nets. The only one I know of is uh, Nets and Lakers. Warriors. Nets. Oh, Warriors. September twenty yeah, second. Yeah. It's a big game. Uh, this is Kevin Durant playing against his former team, which is the Warriors. Uh, just a quick little thing on that. Clay Thompson out with Tori Achilles. Uh, that one's gonna be cool. Clippers Lakers. Obviously, that's gonna be the game. Um. So that one's one to watch. Post Doc Rivers for the Clippers, uh, the Lakers extending everyone, and uh, yeah, I mean, should be good. Um, Bucks Celtics December twenty third. Uh, that's my brother's birthday. Shout out Eddie. Um, hey. Bucks Celtics gonna be a good game, and Thunder Rockets gonna be a good one as well. Um, just wanted to throw out that you know, just so people think we actually talk other than football. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for MMA, obviously, quick rundown. I don't know how much we've been running for this podcast, but um, it's UFC 256 is coming up this Saturday. is going to be a good one. It's going to be a banger. At least we hope, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, because we still got to think. I mean, I mean, uh, Curtis Blades, I mean, he 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 had tested positive for COVID like a couple of days before the, the event. So we're still not out of the, out of the, what do you call it? The warning, warning lane, I guess. Um, but a big news. What do you, what do you mean? Well, because he, you, you know one of these guys could test positive at any point. Hmm. That's why. Um, Yoel Romero out for the out of UFC. Uh, yeah. Thing. Uh, the PFL signed uh, Fabricio Werdum, but denied Yoel Romero. Something to think about there. That's um, wild. Um, 
Anthony. I think it's. It, I think it's more of of age wise. Well, even then, how, how much older Drew's is? <laughs> is is he older than than yo? I mean, could but, I mean, it's Joel Romero. He's not genetically yeah. uh, 42, 43. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one, Rumble Johnson, Anthony Rumble Johnson. He's with Bellator now. He so uh, people remember That's my dude fighting Daniel Cormier. He was one of those guys that was like a one what one was it one fifty? No, what was he like a one seventy? No, he's a he's no, a he lightweight two hundred five. Oh, what? Yeah, he was fighting at one seventy. Yeah, welterweight. That guy went up everywhere. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, do you know the big matches for the UFC two fifty six? We could break down a little bit. Um, they, whoa, the we undercard can, we first, and we'll, or the main card, but like, uh, obviously, we'll go a little bit, little bit, yeah. Go up. All right, yeah, let me let me put that up though. Um, just a little, I guess, headliner for that. The title, it's a title match, title match, what is this, wrestling title, title fight, match? Brandon That's Moreno. The, it's a TLC, <laughs> we, no, it's a cage match, it's a, a cage match, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they can't. They right, can't. So. They can't go out through the door. They gotta climb yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it must do. It must be through uh, climbing out the cage or pinfall or. Dude, those were. I always thought. Or tap out. Unre- I always thought unrelated, um, because there was a certain point where that was the only way you could win, right? Just go out, get out the cage, and then they they implemented the, the pinfall and tap and submission. Well, yeah, because they they swapped they swapped out the the cage. They went from the blue the blue cage, where yeah, it more it's a little more heavier, tougher. Like that one's the one that they would use like in the seventies and the eighties, and or even even up to the early nineties. I think the last one I ever saw was Bret Hart Owen Hart uh, in that mat in that type of cage, and then they s- switched it to the more of that to normal the, fence that we got, like yeah. neighborhoods type of shit, and they added the the door. Because they would let them yeah. win, like through the ring, and then they'll lower. And them. then they would, yeah. Or I think they had the cage shit. Like I don't know. I, I never saw. I knew. I remember seeing it. I just don't remember how it was. Cause I know inside the ring. I don't know which one it was the the one that came out. The documentary from like the nineties. Yeah. It talks about all that shit. Yes, it was. It was stupid. You know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry to go on that, Yake, but um. All right. So we have Junior Dos Santos versus. Sterling Gain. Um, I think Gain takes it in the heavyweight bout. I, I think Gain takes it just because Junior, I don't know if he's the same anymore. Uh, after after fighting uh, Francis, I, I think that it does a lot to you mentally, physically, and emotionally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think it's... So, I have Gain, and then, ooh, a banger of a one. I, I completely forgot this one was on the card, but Kevin Holland and Jakar Sosa. J- Jackery. Jackery. No, it's Jakar. Jackery. Jakar. Dude, I swear to you, it's Jakar. Did they say Jackery Sosa? Jackery. Dude, it's Jakar. Dude, I swear. I'm not gonna going be so to be so sad. I- I'm going to be so sad if, if it's Jackery and not Jakar. Jackery Sosa. Uh, I'm going to. Hold on, dude. Just kind of petty, bro. Just kind of petty. Uh, form uh, uh, circle gain, I think, pronunciation like that. Um, they on ESPN, they've been throwing, or yeah, on UFC and ESPN, they've been talking about him that he's gonna be the next heavyweight in the game. So, 
that's one to watch because he's like a knockout artist and, and like before he went to the UFC, but he's his uh professional wins have come off submission. So there's that. And uh, Junior Santos, I mean, he's just lost his touch. Even though he still has a high ranking in the UFC, he's you know going up in age and you know not, how, not like it's. Old. How would you say his name in, in Spanish, real quick, just for? I don't know. Yokad. Yakare. I don't know. Yakare. <laughs> Yokad. You're. You sound <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Hopefully it's not that. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. What was the other one? That was uh, Kevin Holland, right? Kevin Holland. Uh, yeah, Kevin Holland. Uh, middleweight. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Kevin Holland. He was gonna be on the the. He was gonna fight Jack Hermanson, but he ended up testing positive. Testing positive. Yeah. He got pushed back, and they brought in uh, what's his name? Uh, I have his last name here. What's his name? Uh, oh, uh, Souza. The Tory. But oh, okay, yeah. 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 So the way it was supposed to work for the fight night, it was. It was Vittori versus Jackery for this mm-hmm. UFC 256, but they moved Vittori up to fight Hermanson, and they moved Kevin Holland back to fight um to fight uh, Jackery. But I mean, it's still good. I mean, Kevin Holland, I think he's what three zero in the year, uh, somewhere on that. Uh, yeah, he's been killing it. He's looked awesome. He he also had knocked out a uh, Buckley. Uh, Buckley is the guy that uh, did the spinning kick or what mm-hmm. do you call that? Spinning roundhouse. Cut, uh, it, it can be a roundhouse because a roundhouse you have to go around and like has to be straight leg. He more like I like to call it a spinning donkey kick or like a spinning like um because the way how he went up with it like he he uh he physically like kicked because when you when you throw a roundhouse it's your leg is almost straight already and you use it as a whip like almost like a baseball bat like you're basically using your your leg as a baseball bat connecting with the shin. But but with that one, it, he like straight up donkey kicked him. It it was like with the with the bottom of his foot. Yeah. So he, he so yeah, it was a it was a wild knockout. I mean, my my it's not about explanation. Buckley. It's about Kevin. Yeah, my my explanation doesn't give it justice, but it's a good knockout for you guys. Uh, just go out and watch it. Just type in his name, and or just watch um greatest knockout in USC. And they oh they gave it that title, which is wild. It was a great knockout. Um, yeah, but fuck Buckley for this. This is Kevin Holland. Yeah, yeah. And the mighty Kevin Holland's fucking. Um, but I, I'm taking Kevin Holland, even though it's a banger of a of a matchup for a three round matchup. Um, but it will be close. It's gonna be a test for Kevin Holland. I don't know. Even though I think Kevin Holland runs through Jagre. Really? He's gonna run through him. I, I don't think so. I, I think it's gonna be very close, but Kevin Holland edges it out. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think he's gonna run through him though. It's a. It's a good matchup, honestly. Um. What's the next one we got? Uh, Mackenzie Dern versus Virna. I don't want to say that. I don't want to. If I miss, if I mispronounce the Jacare's name, I don't want to mispronounce it. I don't want to disrespect. <laughs> Dude, she's gonna see me one day and just put me in a chokehold. I don't. <laughs> Not. Um. It's a women's straw weight bout at one fifteen. Uh, Mackenzie has been moving up in the ranks. Uh, I'm not familiar to this uh, one. I'll be honest. Oh, yeah. you're not familiar? No. Sir. Um. Oh. Uh, this one's kind of tough, man. 
Now I'll give Mackenzie Dern just because she's had a better a better year. I, she's what was that? Uh, what do you mean? What? I'm kidding. Because I think uh Verna uh Verna has has lost before, but uh, who did she lose to? Uh, who, who we got? Who we got? Who win? Who's winning this fight? I think Dern, just because her striking is just a little bit better, but it's a little bit more sharp, but. I wouldn't be surprised because it's such a close matchup. But if I were to put my nuts on it, I would go McKenzie. Okay. What's the next one we got? Uh, next one we got Co-Main. The most talked about fight, even though it's not the main card fight. Um, Tony Ferguson versus Charles Overera. Well, it's, say his last name. It's, not the, it's not the main event. No, that's why right. It's a Co-Main. No, it's because you said it's not it's not the main card. Oh, it's not the main card? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the main card, but it's not the main event. Co-main, lightweight, about who do you got? And, and before off-air, guys, uh, me and Lex, we, we kind of bicker at this like because we, we have two different perspectives on how, how this fight will go, but I'll let Lex take it away. All right, Lex. Like, so Tony Ferguson... Uh, Killer, how many wins in a row? Twelve in a row, something like that. Yeah, before he got stopped by uh, Justin. Before he got stomped out by Justin. No. <laughs> no, uh, no, it was thirteen. I believe it was thirteen. Thirteen double digit uh, wins in a row. Uh, just so we don't uh, butcher that, um, he got stomped yeah. out by Justin Gaethje. Gaethje went on to fight Khabib. <laughs> you know that part. Um, he took he took some months off. But let's, let's go into the other side. Charles Oliveira has been fighting really solid. I think he's won four in a row. He fought in COVID as well against uh, Kevin Lee. Uh, he actually was in the first event uh, post, uh, I guess, like the post uh, postponements of everything. And they fought in Brazil in an empty arena, which was kind of cool. And I, I'm not sure. I think it was a split, right? I don't think he knocked him out or anything. Oh, no. He, um, I think he might have knocked him out. Kevin Lee. When he fought Kevin Lee? Oh, um, no, he. I think he won by decision. Oh, well, you can look at that. So Charles yeah. Oliveira has been running and um, fighting pretty good fighters. Now, a lot of people thought he wasn't like Kevin Lee wasn't up to Charles Oliveira's, uh, you know, stature because Charles uh, Charles Oliveira has gotten better at his uh, striking and his grappling is obviously pretty solid. I'm not sure what kind of belt he has, but um, the guy's good. And Tony Ferguson, obviously, he has an abnormal or very funky uh, style of fighting, but very entertaining and entertaining uh, to to say the least. So when you put these yeah. guys together, I think it, it's gonna be a banger. It's crazy. If it, it if it's not a banger, I'd be surprised. But uh, Tony Ferguson, the last few days, has been uh, doing interviews and he's talked about how his, his mental game is not really there because he wasn't sure about the the Justin Gaethje fight like after his loss. Uh, I get that, you know, it happens when you, you lose something or you lose in, in something or in things like that. But I shouldn't want to, I shouldn't be hearing this days before your fight. Yeah. But before that, I was rolling with Charles Oliveira because Charles Oliveira is a dog. And he's, I think, ranked, what, six? Something like that. Um, so I expect, I expect Charles Oliveira to win this one in split. I don't think he, he's going to win this knockout. Or if he does win in a finishing fa fashion, pause, it's going to be uh, 
This would be a submission. I don't know what. I don't know what he's going to uh, Darsh choke. Let's go with that. Oh, Charles? Charles Oliveira. I don't think. What you got, Dave? Let me hear it, Dave. I don't think. Um, if Charles Oliveira wins, if, if he wins at all, uh, it's not by submission. I don't think Tony Ferguson's too good. Has too good of a ground game, especially on his back, to uh, to get Darce choked. So I think that rules that out. I think Tony Ferguson wins, just because. Um, I mean, like 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 said it. Sure, he's probably mentally not there yet, or he's probably mentally not there, which is you know tough if you're a a Ferguson fan and you're like, you know, you want you want his comeback to be great. Because you know that was a tough loss due to um, due to a uh, stoppage, yeah, uh, due to a stoppage, yeah. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I think Ferguson just wins because I don't think he has better striking. But I think his his clinch. I I, I think uh, what's really gonna take over this this fight is Tony Ferguson's clinch and his elbows, of course. Um, I I think yeah, I think Tony. He, you know, he edges them out on almost everything except for striking. And even then, it's it's going to be, you know, if they do go to striking, it's going to be a dog fight. And, I mean, this already is a dog fight, a dog fight. But, you know, uh, but I I just see Ferguson edging them out, you know. Okay. But I think decision. I say decision. Yes. If not. Tony Ferguson is the one that gets a submission. And then it, the way how he gets it is by dazing him uh, on the feet first, and then it has to go down, you know? It has to go to the ground. And that's where he, he edges out that submission. But now that you guys got our predictions for the co-main event, time to go into the main event. Um, Before anything, when it, we drop this episode, y'all need to give us predictions as well. Predictions yep. for the NFL, predictions for UFC, all that, and let us know. Feedback, come on, come on, let's do it. And your rating of Selena, so oh, boom, that's true. <laughs> Just that's FYI, rate, we're important. almost 150 uh followers on the page for the Facebook. Hey. We're almost there. Roll to 150, roll to 200. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, Dave, set them up, set them up with the main event. What's it looking like? Um. We have Davison Figueroa versus Fig. Figgy. Yeah, I, I don't want to like mispronounce his name, <laughs> so we we all call him Figgy. <laughs> but uh, from a hair, no, from a chef to a hairstylist to a UFC champion, my favorite champion as of right now, and because <laughs> he's just going banger after banger and just dominating everybody in that flyweight division. Versus Brandon Moreno, um, an up and comer. I, I think it's safe to say. Once cut from the UFC. Once cut from the UFC. Trying to improve himself. Ranked uh, the number one contender. Who do you got? Well, let's throw in the context of the or the whole thing. Davidson had fought three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Yeah. Alex Perez. Got Alex Perez out of here in like 30 seconds. It felt like <laughs> fuck Alex Perez. He's a <laughs> choked him out. He got him out of there. He got him out of there. And Dude, did you see him? Uh, sorry to cut you off, but like, have you seen um, 
I seen when he choked out um what's his name? The fight before before oh, Benavides. Uh, Benavides, yeah. Have you seen the way how Benavides' eyes were popping out and shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was tough, man. It was pretty wild. Um <laughs> but Brandon Moreno fought in the same same card, got got out uh who did he beat? Oh, Brandon Royval. Brandon Royval is a dog. He he uh, popped his shoulder out, so he, he was out. And Brandon Moreno won that fight. And he called out Davison that that same night. Davison Figueredo won his fight. And then in the backstage, they uh, signed the contract, got it all settled. And here we are, UFC 256. Davison Figueredo knocks out Brandon Moreno. First round. <laughs> uh, I think... Uh... I mean that's a, that's a pretty safe bet. I I would probably I would secondhand that. I think uh he gets him out there swiftly like how he did um Alex Perez. Animal, yo, he's a fucking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just I don't know, and it and like it begs the question: if he wins this fight, because originally he was supposed to fight uh Cody Garbrandt in the super fight. They said in uh, March. Cody, yeah. No, well, like, it was supposed to, this what? next year. March next year. No, yeah, I know, but it was supposed to happen this year. But then um he got something. Yeah, he got injured. So they had to push that back. But I mean, it, it begs the question, what if um what if um oh my god, dude, why am I drawing blanks right now? Uh Henry Cejudo, what what if he never retires? How do you think that fight goes at flyweight? Well, I heard. I was, you know, that Cejudo wants Figueredo. Mm. Yeah, that's a good fight. I mean, I don't know. You got the ground that's, game that's of, of Cejudo. But, I mean, as we've seen, Figueredo is no slouch on the ground game. I, mm-hmm. I'm giving it a, a figgy. I'm giving it a figgy. Because I think Ooh. he has the power. I think he has the power to knock him out. Put him out. Yeah. Um. So, I'm going figgy for sure. Ah, it's kind of tough to go against Cejudo. And it's so... Uh, I don't know, man. It's... um, I just think... I don't know, man. Because you see... You're starting to see that... Because uh, Cejudo kind of had that same domination in both the flyweight and the bantamweight. So it's kind of hard to go against Cejudo. But I think... I don't know. Uh, nah, I, I say Cejudo takes it. But it's a very close fight. Closer fight than, than many. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, so you got okay. We got that that out. Uh, UFC two fifty six is uh under wraps from over here. Um, but yeah, yeah. again, let us know what y'all think. Um, I think we covered everything, right, Dave? Pretty much, yeah. It was a pretty lengthy podcast. Hopefully, y'all appreciate it. Um, I'll end it with a a proper send out, cause you know why not, right? We'll hit him with the, right. the old classical jam. This is a, if y'all love orchestra, this is one of the songs. Hit him with the oak. This is uh, Chunk Up the Deuce by Houston's Own. This is a proper send off, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Wait, you gotta let it go. Here it comes.
Should we should we let Paul Wong go off? I think Paul is gonna go crazy right now. I mean, if you think so. You ready for it? I'm ready. I've been ready. <laughs> well, this is the Nothing Less podcast episode, uh, what, 20, 22, 23? What are we at? We're at 22. We're at 23. I'm Alexis. That's Dave. <laughs> and here we are. We, we out. Out. Oh.